0: Prisoner's discretion is advised. Good evening to all of the parties who are listening here tonight. Now, in this Sunday edition of Random Stuff, it's gonna be all about that January 6th investigation that features one man, and this entire episode will be the entire lengthy-ass segment of this segment that the host of the late show on CBS once ran during Donald Trump's European tour called...
1: Why in the world is Donald
0: Trump? Well, this lengthy-ass segment of Why in the world is Donald Trump will take a full episode of doing this shit. So let us begin with the... Well, there was a book by Kash Patel called The Plot Against the King, which is actually you know, what happened in the 2016 election when Donald Trump defeated Hillary Clinton uh, to become the new president after Barack Obama served his two terms as president. And now, there's a book. And after Biden actually called Donald Trump a king, uh, Donald Trump made use of it during, uh, actually, he put it on his Truth Social app account. And, well, Kash Patel, who was one of the former members of the Trump administration cabinet uh, actually took it to the extreme. Here's how it happened, and I'll let Jimmy Kimmel take care of this. Donald Trump, you remember the guy
2: who took his job as president so seriously he had time to meet with Kanye West and Kid Rock and Ted Nugent? (laughs) And little Wayne and the My Pillow guy, who knows how many times, and also watch TV all day. Well, this is what Trump is busy with. He posted on his imaginary social media site. Cash Patel wrote the best selling children's book in the country. Not even top five, by the way. It's number nine. I looked it up. The plot against the king, which I recommended two weeks ago via Truth Social, telling our youth the Russiagate story. Google just banned his book's entire ad campaign. Let's put this amazing book in every school in America. Hey, let's let's seal up all the doors and fill the schools with this amazing book, which stars chubby King Donald and his wizard assistant, which is the author himself. He made himself a character in the book with Trump. This guy, Patel, worked for the Trump administration at the Pentagon. I looked him up. His Wikipedia photo is absolutely fantastic. It's like... like they surprised him in his bedroom or something.
3: <laughs> and
2: if you're wondering who would publish a book like this, it is a conservative children's publishing group called Brave Books. This isn't the only Trump book they've published. The list is bigly, including um, The Very Hungry Fatterpillar, <laughs> The uh, Berenstain Bears, Silence of a Hooker, <laughs> How the Grinch Stole 11,7700 Georgia. <laughs> mm-hmm. I chopped Down the Giving Tree, one fish, two fish, Filet-O-Fish, Bluefish, and <laughs> where the wild things were before my stupid son shot them. So there's this
3: card out in there.
0: And you know who's the villain of that book, The Plot Against the King? It was Hillary Clinton as Hillary Queenton. Yes, all of those are based off of the actual events of the 2016 presidential election to make King Donald look good yeah King Donald now there is some more January 6th news and the day before Thursday we gave a little preview uh, actually we got a preview from the late show guy on how this hearing is gonna go but there is some info that will be given like like You know what? Let's listen to it right now.
1: We're also getting more details about the ex-president's plans for that terrible, terrible day. You might remember at the rally when he riled up the mob to march on the Capitol. We're going to walk down and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down. Of course, he didn't. (laughs) Of all the lies he has ever told, none was more obvious than, I'm going for a walk. Now, remember Remember, the president's cronies have claimed over and over again for the past 17 months that they could never have predicted what was going to happen that the crowd marching on the Capitol was just a spontaneous outburst of patriotic zip ties and body armor (laughs) But We just learned that this is just as big as lie as his oath of office because the January 6th committee has uncovered the fact that the former president put nearly two weeks of persistent pressure on the Secret Service to devise a plan for him to join his supporters on the march to the Capitol. Two weeks! So he knew exactly what he was doing is a sentence I never thought I would say about the former president. (laughs) Now, he may be putting that... Now, uh, he may put the pressure on, but the Secret Service said, sorry, you can't. But then, on January 6th, the former president just went on stage and said, hey, let's do it anyway. So the Secret Service scrambled to look into a motorcade that would escort him to the Capitol, but ultimately scuttled the idea as untenable and unsafe. Coincidentally, also the Secret Service code names for Don Jr. and Eric. It's... I think that's all right. Untenable and unsafe. It's too bad. I would love to have seen him struggle up the Capitol steps, batting away cops with a KFC drumstick, only to try to heave himself through the window and get stuck Winnie the Pooh style. Hang some tea towels. Hang some tea towels. Put some antlers on it. Um...
0: Um, we're gonna have to hold it right there, Late Show Guy. So when we return after this brief ad, we're gonna get some recaps from the first night of the January 6th hearing from the Late Show Guy and Jimmy Kimmel. So stay tuned, folks.
3: Just a few years ago, I came out with my smash hit clone, Manure. Manure, the new scent by Blake Shelton. And after settling a few manure lawsuits, I've been on the hunt for a new scent. And thankfully, our new coach, Ariana Grande, inspired me. That's some kind of nighttime camo. I like it.
2: Nighttime camo should be the name of your
3: cologne. Oh, I like that. In that moment, nighttime camo was born. What is day without the night? Nighttime camo. You can pick up my scent, but you can't see me. It's nighttime camo, the fragrance of the night. I'm on the hunt, and I've got you in my sights. Nighttime camo, cloak yourself and Shelton, where am I? Nighttime camo, the aroma that sneaks up on you. Nighttime camo, made with only the finest ingredients. Wood chips, organic deer sweat, and just a hint of poison oak. Both silent and deadly. It's nighttime camo. Now you see me. Now you don't. Nighttime Camo by me, Blake Shelton. The only fragrance that works as a cologne and an insect repellent. Take that, bug.
0: Back after this brief, ad, folks, on this Sunday edition of Random Stuff, now, we're going to get to a segment, a segment that is within a segment, a segment also in a segment of all segments, that is indeed the quarantine version of Meanwhile, called Quarantine One this quarantine while segment is about the first night of the january sixth hearing yes it covered on every single network except for fox news for obvious reasons the same way when they took double standard when fox news called out every other network outlet for not airing the benghazi hearing so here is how it went first Let's go to the host of The Late Show on CBS. After episode one of this summer's
1: most compelling drama, the January 6th committee hearings, it's like Stranger Things. We met the monster years ago, and we're pretty sure the Russians are involved. (laughs) And like the stars of Stranger Things, I have noticeably aged. (laughs) Now, the monster in question is former president Mango Unchained. Prior prior to these hearings, Republicans tried to claim that tonight was gonna be a nothing burger. They were wrong. It was a juicy double cheeseburger, stuffed with burger between two buns made of burger, smothered in a zesty burger sauce. There was so much burger, they jammed this five pounds of burger in a three pound bag. There was so much burger that they replaced the Capitol Dome with a sesame seed bun. (laughs) It was such a juicy burger that Fox News knew that even their viewers would be tempted to take a bite, which is why, and this is true, for the first hour of his show opposite the hearings, Tucker Carlson took no commercial breaks. (laughs) Do you understand what that means? Fox News is willing to lose money to keep their viewers from flipping over and accidentally learning information. (laughs) But I'm not surprised. I'm not crazy. That's crazy. crazy. Come on, man. But I'm I'm really not surprised. That's the first rule of any cult. Never leave the compound. (laughs) Second rule, present your testicles to the tanning station. (laughs) Also based on a true story. We've we've heard many of these details before, but it made my heart well with gratitude to see the committee weave them together in a compelling case that January 6th was not a spontaneous gathering of vape-fueled neo-knuckleheads that got out of control. It was, in fact, an attack premeditated by the President of the United States to prevent the peaceful transfer of power for the first time in our nation's history. And first up... Committee chairman and man saying who's got two thumbs and one is my head, (laughs) Benny Thompson. Chairman Thompson kicked off the hearing with a little of his bio. I'm from a part of the country where people justify the actions of slavery, the Ku Klux Klan, and lynching. So you were born on Twitter? (laughs) Thompson spoke about what united the bipartisan members of the committee as well as Americans everywhere. East Coast, West Coast, and the heartland, all of us have one thing in common. If you fry it, we will eat it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Close to my heart. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Thompson played damning footage of one of the former president's toadiest of toadies, former Attorney General Bill Barr.
2: I made it clear I did not agree with the idea of saying the election was stolen and putting out this stuff, which I told the president was bullshit.
1: Watch your language, toad man. <laughs> you kiss your princess with that mouth? <laughs> then Thompson reminds us just how serious the Capitol riot was. As we provide answers to American people
3: about January 6th, it's important that we remember exactly exactly What took place? That this was no tourist visit
1: to the Capitol. Yes, this was no tourist visit. There were no children. In fact, I'm pretty sure it was all dads who lost custody. (laughs) Then, Then it was time for the ranking Republican, Wyoming Representative Liz Cheney, seen here, shocked as you are, that she's the hero of this story. (laughs) Cheney promised these hearings will bring the receipts. You will see evidence of what motivated this violence. Wow. They have footage of the former president's dad not hugging him? (laughs) Then... You gotta imagine. You gotta imagine that's part of it. Then Cheney hit the former president where it hurts him right in the Ivanka because they rolled in footage of the first daughter's reaction in her testimony to Barr calling her father's charges of election fraud total BS.
0: I respect Attorney General Barr, Um,
1: so I accepted what he was saying. That must have been a bittersweet moment for the president. She finally screwed him. You okay? You okay? You okay? Deep breath, Sean. Deep Keep breathing. Keep breathing. It's going to be a long summer. Cheney Cheney also showed a clip of General Mark Milley explaining that Vice President Pence was the only leader who made any attempt to call for defense of the Capitol that day. There were two or three calls with Vice President Pence. He was very animated. You know how crazy things have got to be (laughs) for Mike Pence to get very animated? (laughs) Normally, normally. Normally, the wildest he gets is wearing khakis with only one pleat. Then the committee played some never-before-seen footage of the insurrection. And if you need any more proof that the violence was motivated by the former presidents, here's one of the writers quoting him directly.
3: My kids didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts...
1: They were were reading his tweets directly as they stormed the Capitol. The only way he could be directing them more is if he had sent them over IKEA instructions for the gallows. Hangman pens, hangman pens. Now, here's the dealio, here's the thing, my friends. Here's the thing, that's not far from the truth, as Cheney explained. And aware of the rioters' chance to hang Mike Pence, the president responded with this sentiment, quote, maybe our supporters have the right idea. Mike Pence, quote, deserves it. Wow. That's a hell of a reward for Pence's four years of boot-licking loyalty. It's like you're retiring and your boss gives you a gold watch with the inscription, you ticked me off, time to meet Jesus. (laughs) Then then we got to hear from uh, a couple of witnesses, starting with Officer Carolyn Edwards, one of the first Capitol Police injured. Officer Edwards spoke strongly about her views on that day.
3: I was an American, standing face to face with other Americans, asking myself how many times, many, many times, How we had gotten
1: here well it's it's kind of complicated but it all started at the white house correspondence dinner in 2011 when a black president made fun of a man with a very big ego and a very small penis (laughs) and then it just kind of moved from there it just (laughs) kind of committee also heard from documentarian and men's warehouse spokesman saying You're gonna be haunted by the way I look (laughs) Nick Quested In the run-up to January 6th Quested was embedded with the Proud Boys And his crew captured horrifying footage like this Freedom! Mel Gibson's career has really gone downhill Quested West had laid out insider details of the Proud Boys' activities, including what they did just before the riot. We went for lunch. We went for tacos. <laughs> May I remind you, January 6th was a Wednesday. Tearing up the Constitution is one thing, but they violated the sanctity of Taco Tuesday. Then, we went for tacos. We went for tacos. Then Officer Edwards described the Proud Boys' rallying cry.
3: They came up chanting um, F-U-C-K, Antifa.
1: That might be the most shocking testimony of the evening. The Proud Boys can spell? (laughs) And soon after that, soon after that, the night was over. Night one came to a close. After two hours of documentary evidence and testimony... We learned that this insurrectionist conspiracy was, like everything else associated with that last administration, exactly what you thought, but worse than you could have imagined. The next episode drops on Monday morning, and to quote the former president, be there, we'll be wild.
0: Quarantine while, that didn't stop there as Jimmy Kimmel's joined in the fun and he added some clips from... Fox News, OAN, and Newsmax of, uh, well, them uh, doubling down and attacking the uh, first night of the January 6th hearing, as always, and here's how Jimmy Kimmel put his recap on.
2: Getting into when you went, but Game Five's Monday night. We'll have another special primetime show ahead of that one and on Monday morning, part 2 of The insane congressional hearings detailing what happened at the Capitol on January 6th. More than 20 million Americans watched that live last night. It was deeply unsettling. Even just hearing Jared Kushner's voice was (laughs) deeply unsettling. If you didn't watch, uh, here's what you missed. A message to Donald Trump in a nutshell.
3: Thanks to your bull****,
2: we are under siege. Yes, that was Vice Chair Liz Cheney (laughs) recounting an email sent on January 6th from a lawyer for Mike Pence. To one of the lawyers helping Trump try to overturn the election. Who could have ever guessed Dick Cheney's daughter would be our last hope for democracy? <laughs> but here we are, and there she was. She's, uh, she was very effective. She painted a brutal, damning, brazenly un-American portrait of a seditious president in his attempt to overthrow the very concept of democracy, and yet... There's still a good chance in three years he'll be back in the Oval Office eating bacon-double cheeseburgers with Kanye. Man, do I hope Republicans pay attention to these hearings. You know, we heard a lot of the details of the attack before. We didn't know how premeditated it was until last night. This was a coordinated effort to take control of the country. In fact, that's probably going to be the basis for Trump's defense. He's going to say it was way too coordinated for him to have been in charge of the effort. There was damaging video testimony from Trump's inner circle, from his own family, in fact. We learned that Trump did not call in the National Guard to stop the attack. He made that up when he said it. We also learned that when his supporters were breaking in windows chanting, Hang Mike Pence, Trump was watching on TV. He said, maybe they have the right idea, maybe Mike Pence deserved it. This is his own vice president. And Mike must have been crapping his pants while this was happening, because... It was totally crazy. Multiple Republican lawmakers went so far as to ask Trump for pardons in exchange for their efforts to overturn the election for him, which is exactly the kind of thing innocent people do. They're doing everything they can to slip around this. The Republican House Judiciary Committee uh, today tweeted, all old news. (laughs) Yeah, that was also Eichmann's defense at Nuremberg, okay? (laughs) Guys, it was 1943. Old news isn't a defense. Though I guess the fact that they didn't call it fake news is progress, but it boggles the mind that the vast majority of Republicans are going along with this idea that the whole thing is a partisan political stunt. Bill Barr, Betsy DeVos, Liz Cheney, Mike Pence... These people are not Democrats, these are not Antifa, okay? (laughs) Fox News is so intent on burying their viewers' heads in the sand. Not only didn't they show the hearing last night, they went commercial free for two and a half hours, so their viewers wouldn't switch the channel to see what is actually going on. They went into overdrive, trying to make it seem like what happened was just a rowdy group of party people sneaking into the movies or something.
1: The idea that this was a coup, or a coup attempt. There's no evidence of anything like a coup here. Acting like it was a massive coup and an insurrection. It was not an insurrection. It was not even close to an insurrection. The reality is it was not an insurrection. There was no insurrection. There was
2: no insurrection. There there was a riot, a small one that got a little bit out of hand. January 6th was actually an overwhelmingly peaceful march. They were afraid of some goofball, trespassing, nutty
1: rioters. How does a guy putting his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk put democracy at risk?
3: What if we turn off the volume and just watch the images? Does it look like a sedition, a coup?
2: You tell me. Yeah, it looks like a coup. It looks like uh, it looks like a... it doesn't just look like a coup. To me, it looks like a cuckoo for cocoa puffs is what it looks like. Five people were killed on that day by those nutty goofball trespassers. And then this morning on Fox and Friends, they even went so far as to encourage people not to watch in song.
3: Well, I ain't watching TV today. Bad news, it can just stay away.
2: If you ain't got anything good to say, then shut your mouth. I got my windows down and my blinders on. I got my head up my butt like a big moron. I'm singing. Sing with me, everybody, now, Unbelievable. And the worst part is no matter how damaging these hearings are, you know Trump is at home, so thrilled to be back on in Pride Time, he can't stop pulling his nipples. He's crazy. (laughs) He loves it. Trump responded with uh, not one, but 14 manic posts that no one saw on Truth Social, starting with the unselect committee didn't spend one minute studying the reason that people went to Washington, D.C. in massive numbers, far greater than the fake news media is willing to report, or that the unselects are willing to even mention because January 6th was not simply a protest. It represented the greatest movement in the history of our country. To make America great again. It was about an election that was rigged and stolen and a country that was about to go to hell and look at our country now. Yeah, look at what you did to our country. We are in hell. Thanks a lot. I mean, this is some defense. Basically, his defense is, yeah, I robbed the bank, but look how many other people I got to do it with me. (laughs) Probably the toughest moment for Tannik and Lie Walker was seeing his daughter, his own pride and joy tell the committee that she believed Bill Barr when he told her the election wasn't rigged, that he lost this is how he tried to spin that moment he wrote, Ivanka Trump was not involved in looking at or studying election results she had long since checked out and was in my opinion only trying to be respectful to Bill Barr in his position as Attorney General, he sucked yeah he sucked on your man teats the whole time he worked for you and then bailed when he went nuts two weeks before they dragged you out of that office. I love his argument that Ivanka, that Avo- is it Ivanka? Yeah, Ivanka, his senior White House advisor, had checked out. In the Trump family, that's called being thrown under the Access Hollywood bus. He played all the hits. He called the hearings uh, one-sided, totally partisan, political witch hunt. So the all-caps witch hunt is back. There's no defense for any of this. But that doesn't mean they won't dig deep to find one. Garbagey Taylor Greene uh, was on the floor of the House defending his majesty with a very powerful statement.
1: There is something terrible happening in this process, and it's called defamation of character. The president, The 45th president of the United States' character is being defamed, and all of his staff, and his family, and all Republicans, everyone's... Reputation is being defamed as lies are being told about all of us and President Trump just for politics. And it makes me sick.
2: No, I hope it makes you sick enough not to come into work. Because (laughs) then Congress Karen, she she had an accident. She uh, once again crashed headfirst into the English language.
0: No one on
1: this January 6th committee dares to ask a question, what is happening to these people and why their due process rights are being so fragrantly and horrifically violated.
2: (laughs) Always sounds like a drunk driver fighting with a cop, right? Their rights are being fragrantly violated. Even Donald Trump is like, okay, not that poorly educated. But as far as ass kissing goes, Clam Mom finished a distant second this week to uh, a balding novelty tie owner from One America News. We here at One America News would like to say, thank you, President Trump. Your legacy as a patriot is unquestionable. You have inspired countless millions and shown our nation what it truly means to make America great again. For One America News,
1: I'm Pearson Sharp. Generic Viagra delivered within 48 hours in discreet packaging approval. No one will know but you.
2: Wow. I can't think of a finer advertisement to follow that heartfelt tribute. On behalf of all our flaccid mail viewers who need a broom handle and duct tape to get it up, thank you, Mr. President. Your boner's in the mail.
0: Well, that, folks, is the end of night one of the uh, january 6 hearings on thursday night and later on because it's already monday uh 9 a.m eastern yes 9 a.m eastern so like 6 p.m pacific time the second uh hearing of the january 6 investigation will take place but until then after this uh, brief ad what to get We're gonna get to listen to a song, so stay tuned!
3: They were dreamed of hitting speeds over 18 miles per hour. You deserve a car that rides so smooth, you'll feel like you're in front seat of cabbage cart pulled by sick donkey. Hello. Hi, I'm Boris Sokolov, CEO of Moskvich, biggest automobile manufacturer in Russia. A vehicle that comes in many beautiful colors, like gray. And muted gray. And one that has many state-of-the-art features, like steering wheel. Most models do not contain steering wheel. Put the key in the ignition and listen to that baby pull. By By Moskvitch. Round coming soon. No, it...
0: And we back after this very fad folks. Now let's get to listen to some Harry Styles. That's right. Harry Styles. I think that's the first time we ever get to listen to... It. Harry Styles on this podcast But anyways Here to introduce Harry Styles of his 2019 first time Performing the hit Adore You in the United States On The Late Late Show Here he is, the man who is the Leader of The house band for The Late Late Show In the James Corden era Ladies and gentlemen Reggie Watts. Here to
2: perform Adore You for the first time ever on US television from his new album, Fine Line, which is out Friday, please welcome Harry Styles.
0: Harry Styles with his iconic hit, Adore You, in his 2019 Late Late Show performance. Now, after this brief ad, we're gonna wrap this episode up on the Sunday night edition of Random Stuff, so stay tuned, folks. Ah, Where's Calvin? He said he'd be here. Hi, guys. Ready to hoop? Whoa! What are those kicks, Andre Drummond's big-ass feet. (laughs) Hi, kids. Two-time NBA All-Star Andre Drummond?
2: That's right. And if you want to be a two-time All-Star like me, you better be ready to walk a mile in my feet.
1: T are the only shoes scientifically molded from Andre Drummond's big ass feet. Every detail is painstakingly recreated by a team of podiatrists and disgraced NASA engineers. We
3: want to be all stars too!
1: You got it!
2: <laughs> it's so comfortable, you feel like you're playing barefooted, just like the pros wish they could.
0: Now you're getting it. Goodbye. You have some big ass Andre. And
3: thanks to me, you do too.
0: Oh, my ankle hurts.
1: I am not liable. A.D. BAFs are not just for basketball. They are so comfortable and stylish, you can wear them everywhere. Night or day, work or play. A.D. BAFS is the shoe for you. Group a game with A.D. Baths.
2: Order now and get the six toe on me. A.D. Baffs. Get yours at Weird Foot Locker.
3: Doofensperts, <laughs> Incorporated. After
0: Hours. <sighs>
3: finally.
0: A good night's sleep. Folks, that is it for this Sunday's edition of Random Stuff. Be sure to tune in next week for two new episodes. So, good night.